0: good evening how are you both evening good evening. You? welcome to the really bad podcast that is really really bad but everyone seems to think it's good i don't know why what do you think everyone keeps saying how good it is i think it's a really bad podcast
1: uh i'm still at that stage where like re-listening to it is making me go oh it's like listening to an answer phone message but for 40 minutes an answer phone message yes yeah, like when a... you know, like when you hear yourself yeah
0: um yeah it's it's a weird one isn't it because we've like we chat this together as a sort of like let's just see how it goes we've always well I've always wanted to do a podcast and here we are doing it it's absolutely chucking vulnerability out there and going yeah let's just see how it goes and we've had some really good feedback so it's been cool hasn't it what a journey
2: there's been some great feedback um yeah it's been really cool and I'm, I'm really pleased that somebody out there can relate to my uh my problems with washing up with things with holes in them well, I still don't
0: <laughs> actually get that. I don't I don't get it. You like what's the
2: well what's the wrong with washing up things with holes in it? Because they're generally more difficult. So you could be washing a sieve and then then you think you finished washing it up and then you look at it again and, and it's there's some residual
0: I'm going to throw this out there and say i can't believe you haven't got a dishwasher with a, with two kids how have you not got a dishwasher
2: well yeah i mean we did have a dishwasher um and we are in the process of moving house and we would most certainly have a dishwasher in the new place but i do i do firmly believe that there are some things that can't be can't be dishwashed uh they need a big good bit of elbow grease plus in a weird kind of way i quite like doing the washing up so i would rather
0: throw my washing machine in the bin and and have a dishwasher and i would take my clothes to a laundrette. i don't know how you do it with two kids i don't have a you dishwasher live on your own so it's fine isn't it <laughs> do you know what i mean like if it's just you
1: yeah to be fair if i had space for a dishwasher i probably would have a dishwasher but my kitchen is so small that it's literally got <laughs> when the man came to deliver the stuff from the heart foundation he came in and he went he looked either side he went Gugh. This is small. Cheers, pal. All right, mate. Just put the fridge in there and put the washing machine in. Where do
0: you live, mate? Longley.
1: Yeah. I was like, all right.
0: So, um, you know, I think what one thing we should say, you know, we're talking about feedback and sizes of kitchens. And I think the good thing <laughs> about this is we absolutely love doing it, don't we? It's a time where the three of us can get together every week. We talk a lot about bad and what we're doing and all the things we're trying to achieve. And, you know, the amount of texts that go backwards and forwards every day talking about what we're going to put on social media today, what we're doing next. Me and Harve we're constantly talking about new ideas. Now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do that. Even if no one listened to this, I think this is good for us for our mental health to sit down
2: and chat. Um, yeah, we talk about mental health, um, and this is a really important part of it, talking. It's kind of the key to, to improving your mental health, for sure. Um, so Yeah, and I mean, I would chuck it out there and say, even if no one listened,
0: and even if we look on our, on our feedback that no <laughs> one's listening, we're we'll still just carrying on doing this, shall we?
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah.
0: it's good fun. I really like it. The only thing I don't like about this, and I'm going to talk about it openly because I need I need everyone to understand how long it takes to edit this. And I am not a sound engineer <laughs> at all. It Honestly, it takes me like two hours a week to do. So we sit down and we, we record for 40 minutes and then I spend two hours editing it. Because I'm taking it's out mad. all the background noise and chopping bits out and taking the swearing out and any of the uh, rude remarks that go in there, and it is it is <laughs> it is a lot. So if any... it looked
1: proper technical when you showed me what you were doing and last week. I was like, I wouldn't have a clue where to start.
2: Yeah, I mean, I we I really appreciate the effort you put into. Um...
1: We do appreciate it. I
2: do feel like now there's probably uh, you know the people that do listen are probably going, what they edit it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do i, I do know. actually edit it this is yeah. edited version. <laughs> you should do, you should hear unedited we just
0: it's the three of us talking over each other for 40 minutes and like people sipping drinks doors smashing in the background all sorts of stuff you know but yeah, yeah. it's it's cool and i love doing it and i'm really pleased because like i said in i think it was episode one i've always wanted to have my own podcast and here we are and you've got to pinch yourself and think this is really cool isn't it this is really cool that actually cool.
2: people people are listening to it I had a moment the other day um, where I was uh, listening to our podcast, listening to it back, which is something, you know, for me to do that is, is something because I really do not like the sound of my own voice. Um, so, listening to a podcast of yourself it is a weird experience. But I was listening to, uh, to it on Alexa, which you can do, by the way. You just say, Alexa, play the really bad podcast and she'll play it. And uh, I got distracted, I think, by washing up again because uh, I was in the kitchen and add, you said something on the podcast and I answered you. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's hilarious that was that was an odd one and you know we've actually reached the
0: pinnacle of fame now because you can ask i'm not going to say it because there is one here but the you can ask her and she'll just play it you have to talk like that don't you otherwise she'll perk up and start answering you so you, the and you could say play the really bad podcast and she does how cool is that we are like proper famous we're up there like that is proper cool David Beckham's like phoning me up, he wants more autograph because he's heard it. No, <laughs> not really. Not really.
2: now to be honest with you, mate, the, the entire the entire population of my house know
0: about it, which is amazing. And the same in mine. And the same in mine, you know. And the oh, ki-
1: I'd say the same in mine, there's no one to actually tell. So. <laughs> oh lee.
0: <laughs> oh lee. Right, so if I live down. Highlights of today's show. First thing, Lise, what are you going to share? Because obviously you've got to share something that a deep, oh, dark secret.
1: oversharing. Yeah, um, love it. Um, oh, actually, no, I've got something to overshare probably when we talk about our discussion this week.
0: Perfect, like it. We've got to talk about <laughs> 300 for 300 because we've put it out there now. So one thing we've got to ask is volunteers who's going to join us because it'd be better if it was more than just the three of us. We've got to talk about a date when we're going to do it and where we're going to do it. Uh, cliffhanger from episode three. Do you remember what that was? Yeah.
1: Who did better in the competition?
0: Well, the cliffhanger was who won the competition.
1: Ah, okay, yeah.
2: So, who did but win new, the competition? Neither
1: of us, us win. Neither of us won.
2: Will and Leah won the competition. This is the what, CrossFit. And history, what a pair yeah. of legends.
0: Yeah, round of applause. Oh, so absolutely.
2: absolutely very, very deserved winners. Um, And uh, also considerably younger than the rest of us. Yes.
0: Well, that, that so... I'm sure Leah won't mind us saying. At the time, she was 22. She's now 23, and Will is 23. So you know, and Lisa and I, as everyone knows, because we share, as everyone
1: knows, we're we're
0: in our forties, and we finished da da da. Where did we finish, Lisa? Second. Woo! And for those who can't see, because obviously this is a podcast and you can't see, Lisa's holding up (laughs) her second place medal. Yeah, we finished (laughs) second. Uh, And half. Where did you finish?
2: Uh, we finished third, a respectable yeah! third. Very pleased.
0: We all podiumed. I think that's really cool. That's a really cool thing. It fit. was really cool. And, yeah. you know, let's not get too excited. It was only the nah. the, the CrossFit, you know, the Shars- CrossFit Shaftesbury internal competition. So it's not like we won the Games.
2: Shout out to everybody that did it and took part there because there were people that would have been very nervous about doing it. And they've stood up and they've done a CrossFit competition, for some for the first time. And everybody smashes it because you can't not smash CrossFit. Um, you, there's nowhere to hide so uh, yeah shout out to everybody just just for doing it for taking part anybody doing anything especially for the first time it was brilliant yeah it was really yeah. good
0: and I mean I was buzzing I know it was only the internal you know the the internal CrossFit Shaftesbury games but I got in a bed I was buzzing I couldn't sleep I was absolutely Me wired too. Up.
1: even for the next couple of days I was like that
0: so for for mental health I was buzzing Absolutely buzzing. The bad side was I couldn't sleep Sunday night, was knackered on Monday, absolutely bloody exhausted, felt broken, went to CrossFit again on Tuesday, and I've been broken since. And I'm in, ba- I'm in a bad <laughs> way, man. I need- I'm in a bad way. It's not been good. It's not been good. But what a, what a cool thing to do. We-, we had so much fun, didn't we? So 300 300- for 300. That's something we've got to talk about. So we're going to do the, you know, this is the 300 pounds off 300 people for the early intervention, life-saving um, counselling for 300 people. So we are doing 300 weighted vest burpees, 300 calories and 300 air squats. Let's put it out there. Who's going to join us? Johnny from the middle. We got to talk about Johnny from the middle, even though he's Johnny involved. from the middle. Yeah,
2: yeah. Johnny from the middle will definitely get involved.
0: Yeah, he's got to. So let's get him involved.
1: I reckon Amy probably would. We could get her involved.
0: Crazy Amy. Yeah, yeah. And I reckon Tom Belmont. We got to give him a shout out. He'll join Ooh, yeah. us. When he? we'll get him on board. Yeah, he's a big, he's a big strong boy. Yeah, exactly. He's one of the one of the crew of the big strong boy crew. I'm not in that yet. One day I will be, but I'm definitely not in the big strong
2: boy crew yet. We want to uh, broaden it beyond the people we know taking part in the three hundred for three hundred, don't we? You know, it's out there for everybody to get involved in, um, and to do some real good, you know. Can you remind us what uh, what good it will do, Ad? Um so it will give
0: three hundred people um six sessions of early intervention life saving counselling, which is just fantastic, isn't it? And the sooner we can kick this off the better. So we are looking at the eighteenth or nineteenth of June to do this. So it gives us a little bit of time to get some training in because it's going to be hard work. And I think it'd be really, really cool when we do it. And I'd love it if it was more than just the three of us. Honestly, I would, and let's extend it out to whoever is out there. If they want to come and join us, come and do it with us. You know.
1: Yeah, and they're welcome to scale it a little bit as well if they want. They don't have to do it all nine hundred. Oh, you're shaking your head.
0: No way, man. No, of course.
1: Oh. I'm only
2: joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, they, they, there's, there's a number of they could do whatever they want. You know, three hundred of anything yeah. to, to yeah. raise the money. Exactly. So, uh, exactly. Three hundred dogs. I think was your first suggestion, which probably won't happen. But
0: yeah. Um, I'm going to do that now. you said I can't do it. When anyone says to me, you can't do something, <laughs> that's it. I'm going, to do. I'm going to walk 300 dogs.
1: 300 different dogs.
0: Yeah. So if anyone out there has got 299, <laughs> well, 298 dogs, because I've got two myself, then bring them on round. I'm going to walk a lot of them
2: i'm gonna do in it now or just... please do i just want to see all these people turning up to your house with their dogs now you've said i can't do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and do you know that's
0: i've told you guys this before the reason i did iron man you know the iron man triathlon was because someone said to me i couldn't do it in the army and he said you'll never be able to do that so i went all right and then did one 18 months later yeah now you've said i can't do it i'm gonna do that halves. i'm gonna walk 300 dogs you wait and see like that <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be delighted to witness it. You've got to get a dog. I'm going to get the 299 and then you've got to buy a dog for me to
2: walk on my 300th walk. <laughs> a dog is not just for a competition, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, I've got a better idea, Halfs could dress up as a dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yes yeah. Lee. that is it that's the
2: one and that's enough uh, enough ideas from Lee. Anyway, moving
0: on <laughs> so how far have we re- reached this week Harves? you've got some uh stats for us this week what's the furthest we've reached oh it's not the furthest but you had some good stats Geographical stats yeah, yeah. For the podcast I-, I
2: love looking at that map by the way it's brilliant mm. uh yeah hawaii hawaii honolulu
1: aloha
2: that is pretty awesome and we are really keen to go and visit that one listener in hawaii <laughs> that one probably burn. downloaded it by accident but we love you for it. yeah
0: and um we've got a bit of controversy in the in the bad camp at the moment as our most northern listener is now even more north because they're in scotland wow is that north of england or is that the, i'm not even going to
2: say it because it's just going to kick off an argument yeah i mean i i just think it's north in the world in terms of the world It's north. If somebody from where we are, if somebody next week listens from Finland or Iceland or something, they'll take the crown. Yes. Someone from the Faroe Islands—that would be neat. Oh, I know
1: someone in Sweden. Is that northern? More northern?
2: Yeah, it's not. It's not about knowing knowing people. (laughs) They've got. They've got to actually listen. (laughs) Oh no! I can get
1: her to listen. Like, be like, Ange, give us a listen.
0: Do it. Ange. Shout out to Ange. In. Um, So yeah, perfect. Anyone wants to get in contact with us, it's the Brave and Determined company at gmail.com or slide into the DMs on Insta. Please let us know where you are, let us know where you're listening and any questions, get in touch. So that is cool, isn't it? Right, what's going on this week? Anything from you guys? Any exciting things going on?
1: Um, I went for another cupping session yesterday with Josh.
0: I don't think we've talked about cupping before on here, oh, so people yes, wouldn't know so, what that no. is.
1: So cupping is, I don't know really how to describe it.
0: It's weird. It's they, weird. They
1: put little, little cups on your back, plastic cups, sucks the air out. And basically it's supposed to withdraw all the bad toxins and like sort of stagnant blood from the areas of your, I've had it on my back last night. Um, I've had it on my legs. It hurts a lot on your legs.
0: It essentially looks like you've got about 20 love bites on your back, doesn't yeah. it? Which is yeah, really for weird. about three
1: weeks. <laughs> but it's really good. It's really helped. So, yeah, Josh uh, uh Pro Sport Therapy.
0: Big up, Josh. Thanks for sorting big this. Big And he
1: did a bit of blading on my arm as well. That was quite good because I had that Sunday. What the hell is that? They get like a little silver. It's like a little, just like a little, I don't know what you call it, like a knuckle-shaped. Thing and he literally like rubs it around like the scar tissue and it moves the scar tissue around.
2: Have you, have you ever been accused of being easily convinced of things, Lisa?
1: Everyone at work <laughs> thinks, I, uh, yeah. And I'll go back tomorrow as well because I had another Reiki session with Kelly tonight and they'll go, oh, yeah, more money waste. Someone said to me say you don't mind spending money on yourself, do you? I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> well, isn't
0: that a nice thing to do? Again, part of your That's mental health, I
1: said. I was physical
0: like, and mental health.
1: Yeah. So like you got, got to treat in yourself, yourself, haven't you? And you get one body. So yeah, that's been my highlight. You got
0: one body, you better cup it.
1: <laughs> that could be his hashtag. I might give him that.
0: <laughs> what about you, Harv? Is anything going down with you? Anything cool?
2: Anything cool? What's going on? Uh, what's going on this week? I'm scratching my brain. I cannot believe we're nearly at the end of the week already. Yeah, what have I got going on? Nothing
0: by the sound of it.
2: No, I've definitely got something going on. This is the seamless link part, isn't it? Yeah, this
0: is the bit where I I forget something. But we make. cut you
1: out.
2: <laughs> this is where
0: people people are now listening. Going, geez, man, these lot are so bad <laughs> yeah, at what they yeah, do.
1: Write
0: <laughs> we have got a subject to talk about, haven't we? But let's. There's a couple of things I just want to um, shout out about. Callum at Stride. He needs a massive, massive shout out. Callum at Stride has sorted us out with our own personal range of bad socks and. He has done a wicked job on the designs, I think we'll all say. They're brilliant, aren't they? Really cool. Yeah. Um, anyone wants the the nicest socks you will ever try for working out or just lounging around in or, you know, if you're into running or, or whatever you do, these – um, socks from Stride are fantastic. You can pre order them on our website, which is um, badco.uk. Uh, they'll be ready for sending out early June. So you can only pre order at the moment, but please whip on the website, have a look. They're really, really cool. And what I'm going to do is put it out there and say I haven't discussed this with you, have Should we say free shipping in the UK? Can we do that to people? Or is that nuts? Am I being crazy?
2: Well, you've just said it. So if I say <laughs> no, then I just sound like the bad guy. So, what,
0: why don't we say, if you want free shipping, contact us. You can email us at company at gmail.com and we'll give you free shipping wherever you are in the UK for those socks. How about that? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea to me. I'm just throwing it out there. Look at that. I'm crazy, man. Just giving stuff away, free shipping. <laughs> um, so Callum, big up yourself. Thanks for so much because been, I've been on the phone to him for like every day sorting out the design and it's been brilliant. And it's been a really, really good collaboration between his company and us. And he totally gets what we're doing, you know, giving all, all of our profits back to to mental health and people on their mental health journey. So he's been really on board of it and, and thanks so much to him. So that's cool. Um, a big shout out to Weymouth CrossFit as well, who have said that we can go along to their Jurassic Throwdown on the 21st of may and we're allowed to have our own little stand there and and get the brand out and start selling our stuff which is really cool so massive massive thank you to crossfit weymouth um for letting us do that and that's really cool we got some work to do around that half because we have no idea what we're going to take down there we got to get some signs sorted we got to buy a gazebo it's going to be cool man good problems to have isn't it absolutely i thought you were asleep then so for the people who can't see this at least you've got to take a photo half is like led down on this sofa like
2: half asleep <laughs> are you okay yeah i mean i don't really want to talk about crossfit again because we do that a lot but you know i went to crossfit after work and it was it was tough man it was tough so uh, emotional my eyes begin to close yeah. uh, it was emotional yeah it's always emotional. We did something really cool tonight, Harv, that you should talk about. Yeah, we did. So we met up with Hannah from uh, Dorset Mind, who we've mentioned before on this podcast, um, and did a little photo shoot of us in some Dorset Mind merch and Hannah in some Badco merch uh, and handed over the cash uh, that we've managed to take from our profits, from our sales, uh, £250. So uh, that's heading their way, which is is awesome. That, and what does that get us, do you remember?
0: I say us. It's not us, is it? It's not for us. It's for other people.
2: No, no. So that that, that money, that 250 pound, could provide fifteen befriending sessions uh that they, they put on, um, or early intervention counselling. It's um there's two, you know, two possible Cut this bit out, yeah. not you?
0: Yeah, I'll cut it all out. Don't worry. But you know when I say I'm gonna cut it out, I actually don't cut it out and I leave the bit in where I say, Yeah, I'm gonna edit that out, and I don't.
2: I oh, said so the bit where I just forgot how to talk. You're just going to leave it in. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in there.
0: Yeah, because we've got to chuck our vulnerability out there. That's what we're doing, isn't it? So anyway,
2: 250 quid, Dorset Mind is going to do some wonderful things. We'll, we'll be putting out on the social media soon, and there'll be more information out there. Um, but it's really great to be able to share the first part of our profits. Um, that's the whole purpose of Badco, is to get money out there, helping people, giving it to the people that can deliver the best help. Um, and I know Dorset Mind can do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely brilliant, and a big thanks to Hannah for coming along tonight and um, having some photos taken with us. So that was really cool, wasn't it? Awesome, and for for Ben Chandler for taking the photo. Yeah, Ben he's a really really cool guy, really good photographer. He took some brilliant pictures at the weekend, and I'm sure everyone who follows us on Insta has has seen. Oh, he's oh, back. He's back. Yes. <laughs> oh, what did I disappear? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it says my internet <laughs> did... connection. My internet connection is unstable. <laughs> Next two of us.
1: I know that feeling.
0: <laughs> yeah, me and the internet are both unstable. It's all right, I'll cut this bit out, don't worry. <laughs> right, let's move on to our subject today, which, lease? what is our subject we're going to talk about today?
1: Today we're going to talk about alcohol. Not alcohol in your cases, because...
0: Well, I think the first thing I want to do when we introduce this part of the show, because we move from section to section because we're so professional when we do this podcast, is (laughs) I think, Lise, you and I have to say a massive congratulations to Mr. Adam Harvey, who today has done 70 days without a drink. Wow. Big round of applause. I'm jealous
1: of that. Woo!
0: Thank you very much. That's really good. 70 days.
1: That is good going. And
0: I know that because I've got an app that tracks his non-drinking how sad is that that I track your non-drinking
1: <laughs> all right dad <laughs> that's
0: accountability though isn't it because now now
2: when you've got that beer in your hand and you're like I'm gonna drink this you'll know well I have to reset my counter now really pleased I mean it, yeah I'm really pleased to have got 70 days out of the way only set out to do 30 then 40 then 50 and now you know now at 70 so see where it takes me but um, uh, I'm consciously making a note of the improvements to my life uh, through not drinking and there are there are many yeah, so you know, halves. You've given up for seventy days. If
0: if you're happy to share with us why you've given up for seventy days, you know what what brought you to this.
2: Well, so I did. Uh, I did dry January, like a lot of people, um, which which went fine. Um, and then I had a very wet start to February. <laughs> it did rain a lot in February. I remember. <laughs> it rained a lot in February. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wet in terms of having a few drinks uh, in February. Um, only only on two occasions, but. Both times, the following day, it was almost like a, the black clouds sort of descended, uh, and I was really aware of the the negative effects and the way it left me feeling the next day. And I'm not saying I even drank a lot, just just obviously a little bit too much. And I I just lack clarity when I've been when I'm drinking. I lack clarity. Obviously, you lack clarity while you're drinking. That's understandable. But I do the next day and the, and the following days. And I've you know I've managed I managed to achieve a lot in january when i wasn't drinking and you know when i reflected on that i just thought i need more of this in my life and i'm not saying that i'm never going to drink again um i don't know what my target is i do like beer especially craft beers really nice beer out there but at the moment my life is better and i'm achieving more and doing more and i have more clarity and more energy through not drinking
0: yeah man that's a really cool thing you know to share there and i think that as you guys know um i i feel exactly where you're coming from half being a non-drinker how many days for you at uh hang on i need to check my app again it is 848 days without a drink
1: wow
2: amazing
0: which for me is not a big deal at all because it's just what i do now you know i um I decided in November 2019 that I, I... Do you remember me talking about that um, Dr. Chatterjee, uh, Phil Better Live More? And he had a dude on there called Andy Ramage, who I've actually written to, who never replied. That was good of him, wasn't it? Who um, is an advocate of a thing called One Year No Beer. So if anyone's out there and they're, and they're wanting or thinking of giving up drinking, one thing that helped me was, was this interview, this podcast that they did, um, Andy Ramage and Dr. Chatterjee. It's season three, episode 85. It was released on the 26th of November. 2019 so you imagine I'm driving along real time listening to this and Andy Ramage talked about being a middle lane drinker now I I would say I was never an alcoholic but I definitely had a problem with alcohol and I've said that to you before Harv and you've sort of you know agreed with that sort of outlook on it and I just thought you know what I need to knock this on the head for a bit so I did exactly the same as you Harv thought well, I'm going to do dry January and I woke up on the first of January 2020 with probably the worst hangover I've ever had, because I'd had a good old drink, thinking I'm going to give up for a for a month, and I had drunk champagne, whiskey, all beers, you know, gin, all sorts of stuff, and I had the worst hangover in the world, and it wrote the day off, and I thought I don't, I don't want to do that again. So I did the month and I've just never went back. So I'm still on dry January, 2020, and it's just the longest dry January. Anyone's done it's 848 (laughs) days. Will I ever go back? I don't think I will. I honestly, I don't think I will because my life is too, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't get out of bed every day and there's like, you know, birds singing and the sun shining every day. I still have bad days as you both know, but my life is a lot clearer without it. And I don't feel like I need it in my life to live. So I don't think I'll ever really go back. And I really enjoy watching other people who are taking on the challenge of not drinking. So there's um on Insta, there's a lady called it's Lucy's One Year No Beer Challenge. And she's on, Insta, on our Insta. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I love watching her journey. And um, it's really cool. And I think when people give up drinking, you unlock this thing that you never really knew was there. But it takes you about a year to find it. And, and Andy Ramage is right. You've got to do about a year. You've got to do all the things that you're scared of. And I remember when I said, when I, was, I must have done about four months and it was my 40th birthday. And I thought to myself, how can I do my 40th birthday without drinking? How And Evie at the time, she's now 12, so she would have been 10 at the time. I remember thinking, how am I going to dance at Evie's wedding without having a drink? And you just, you've got to get your head around it
2: yeah and i think they're they're the things i'm very conscious of you know i've 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 done it for a couple of months now and haven't really had any events or do's you know major ones uh to go to certainly not any any big birthdays or anything like that so yeah they're the things that weigh that weigh on my mind thinking oh, i've got to go through this i've got to do that but i've got to stay sober well there are plenty of people out there that will just be sober during those kind of occasions anyway and it, it's absolutely nothing but for some of us the prospect of uh you know being in busy lively places and maybe being the center of attention and not having a drink is, is quite a daunting one so there's it's a big challenge but you've done a year before haven't you have you've done a year off the of beer before yeah i mean i did i don't i don't know if it was exactly a year but I, I did a long period off of off of drinking um this is going you know, a fair few years ago now um um and I had to, cuz I, I was in I was in a really bad place then um <clears throat> drinking and, and other substances that we'll, you know we don't need to get into details on here yeah but we've all been there yeah that was that was more of a kind of do it now otherwise you know you're going to end up uh in the gutter and when i reflect on that period of my life i was probably very close to being being without a lot of things including uh, a place to live so i got to a very low point uh and turned it around not drinking then was a part of that got back into control of drinking and uh well wasn't taking any other substances later on in my life um and carried on sort of happily plodding along like that for a long time but now is the time again to uh you know to reflect and um just improve really yeah
0: and the other the other thing for me is i've done enough time off it now that i'm not daunted by any situation where i you know i'm faced with a social situation and and again, if people are out there and they want to and they're thinking of, you know, having a break from alcohol and you want to get in touch and, you know, we're happy to, to talk to people about our experiences. And so, you know, just ping us an email, at, um, the brave and determined company at Gmail dot com. And, and we're happy to talk about this. But, you know, I, do, I don't I'm not daunted by anything now because I've done it long enough. And I know how if you if you want to and you want to keep going, you will get to the point where you where you don't feel like that and, and you'll be OK. But at the same time, you know, if you go back to it, then great. For me, I can't go back to it because if I did, it, I, think, I feel like it would open up a, a, an influx of, of me boozing and, and, and going back down a road I don't want to go, even if I had one.
1: When you go to these like social events, like talking about parties, big things, and people say to you, do you want to drink? Do you tell them that you don't drink or you just say... Like for me, I would love to do a year with no alcohol because I don't drink an awful lot. But when I do drink, I've got no off. I drink and I get wasted. But if I drive, which is one of the reasons why I drive a lot of the time, because I feel like I can say, "Oh, I'm driving tonight, so I can't have a drink. But do you tell people that you don't drink or do you just say I'm not drinking tonight?
0: Oh, no, I just say, no, I don't drink. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of times, but I'm not I'm not um i'm not ashamed of not drinking and i'm not no.
1: do you think people's reactions have changed more recently
0: people say to me do you mind me asking why don't you drink and i yeah. and, and i say well because i don't want to because my life doesn't i don't need to drink in it um and I'm, I'm just not worried about it i don't i don't care if anyone judges me the, you know someone might yeah. ask me and i say no i don't drink and they think i'm i'm an ex-alcoholic okay think what you want um, people ask me, and I say, "No, I don't drink." And and a lot, I, t- I tell you what, least a lot of people say, "God, I wish I could do
1: that." Yeah, well, I just, but like, I always feel like I'm the one out of my my group of friends. Not that they like, say we don't go out an awful lot, we don't drink an awful lot, but I'm the one who doesn't drink the least, I would say, or doesn't doesn't drink the most. So most often, I'll go, "I'm not drinking tonight." But I find that peer pressure for people going, "I'll oh, just have a drink." Go on, why are you drinking? Especially like an, if we're going out for someone's birthday or something. I feel more peer pressure to say, "Oh yeah, I'll have a drink." Like this weekend, I've gone on Hindu. I would love to be able to go and say, "I don't drink," or well, "I'm not drinking," but I know I'll go and get absolutely trashed and feel like crap all day Sunday, crap all day Monday, <laughs> but all because I can't say no.
0: <laughs> but it's funny because I, my kids, obviously, you know, Ollie's Ollie's 14, 15 this year, and and they ask me about it because they've seen me drinking before. They've seen me absolutely wasted after weddings and parties and things like that. And now I don't drink, they've said to me before, oh, dad, how come you don't? And, I, and I've and i told them and said, I look at it like a bad relationship. So I, I, not a bad relationship. I've had some fantastic nights on the booze. Don't get me wrong. I've got some great memories, some awesome things that have happened to me that would never have happened if I wasn't drinking. But... It's like the bad relationship. Now I don't want to do that anymore. You know, I want to move on, and my life's in a different place now. So that's why I don't do it. And I'm not ashamed of it, and I'm not. I'm not scared to tell people that. No, I used to love it, but I just don't do it now. And if anything, it makes people. This sounds crazy. Really interested in you because you don't drink. People are like, "Wow, how come you don't drink?" And if anything, Lee, it kind of. It sounds nuts, but it kind of makes you more interesting to people because they they then ask you loads of questions about it. And I'm kind of proud yeah. to say, yeah, I just don't. But I would never put anyone off drinking. Like, my wife still drinks. I go to parties, I go to the pub. I, I love sitting in a pub, but I just drink something different now, you know? Yeah. So what are you scared of,
1: Lise? <laughs> um, other people judging me. They, no, do you know what? I also think I I, I worry, Let's say worry, I do worry. No, because I always worry what people think of me. I'm a real overthinker. thinker um, I think people think I'm boring I think people always think like oh gosh you're not drinking again why is she not drinking but you don't need to this is my other argument this is what annoys me about drinking sometimes I'll go out and, I never go out and just have a couple do you know what I mean like I said I'll go out and get drunk but I've had nights where I've gone out and drunk and it would have been exactly the same night if I'd been sober and that winds me up because I waste money on alcohol and the night I'm mean, like I say you have some brilliant nights out when you're wasted, you have an amazing time. And for me, those nights are worth it. But when I go out and I think to myself, this night would have been the same if I was drinking coke or lime and soda, that winds me up the next day that I've wasted all that money and had a bit of a hangover and eating crud.
0: That's another thing for me. It was a knock-on. So I'd go out, get boozed right up, you spend a load of money, you wake up the next morning feeling rough, you eat rubbish because you feel rough. And then it's a cycle. And then you think, oh, I've eaten rubbish this morning. Oh, I feel like crap. I'm going to have another beer to make myself feel better. And then you get into this cycle. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I look back and there's one night especially, and I know someone who listens to this podcast who will say when we were in Brighton one night, you know, and it was 2008, I think it was. What a fantastic night. And someone who listens to this will be, his ears will be perking up now because what a brilliant night it was. And it wouldn't have been the same without without drinking. But now, like... I don't go out boozing like I used to. I'd rather go out on my motorbike or go for a walk. And it sounds like I'm really blooming boring, but it's just the way it is now. It's just life the way it is, you know? Yeah. And I think, Lise, you are definitely not a boring person. You're a really interesting, you know, like really lovely person through and through. <laughs> and I wouldn't say that drink makes you better. You know, I think you're you a beautiful person as you are.
1: This will be my overshare for the day when I drink I send the worst drunk text messages to me that I shouldn't send and the next morning I have to pick my phone up and look at it and be like oh my god like the the beer fear or the drunken guilt we call it in our little group of like what I've said and what I've done and like I once sent a text message to a boy who I wasn't I had been seeing was no longer seeing and I sent this or, well, It wasn't an awful text message. It was just like a massive drunk rambling of like, oh my God, I was like such a different person when I was with you. I wish I was still with you, blah, blah, blah. I had to pretend someone else had sent that from my phone because I was so embarrassed. I'm going red does now. Does he listen to this? No, I wouldn't imagine so. If you <laughs> he does, he's think not going to know the truth. No, but yeah, and I had to pretend someone else had sent it and been a bit like, oh, my friend had my phone we thought it was funny to send other people messages. And I was like, I sent that and I was just it's the next day for me as well I'm like oh god what did i say what did i do
2: and that 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 scares me a little bit i mean maybe not as yeah that that's a little amusing story but at the end of the day <laughs> you've done but you alcohol has made you do something that you wouldn't ordinarily do yeah uh, and for some people that thing can be life changing you know it can be something very very serious that they say something to the wrong person or whatever whatever it is and it's actually quite a scary thought to think a substance you're consuming makes you do something you wouldn't ordinarily do, which you can legally buy, and it's you know it's part of uh, our culture in this country particularly, um, and it's you know I think there are less people, less younger people drinking now than before, but for our generation, um, it's part and parcel of, of life, um, which makes it even harder when you think you're trying to tell people that you don't drink, or you think it's going to be harder anyway. Um, so. I think, yeah, the, 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 the fact that it makes you do things you wouldn't do in a normal sound state and things you were going to regret and have to, you know, try and cover up or lie about. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's, that really is a scary thing.
1: Yeah. And I'll tell you another scary thing when I drink. Sorry. And then you can carry on. The next day, if I'm sick, I pass out. So I faint when I'm sick, which when you live on your own is a dangerous thing to do.
0: Yeah, that's not good at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's really not good. Another thing that I think is crazy is, and I've only noticed it recently, is that gin, mummy's little helper. Why are, we oh. why are we encouraging mothers to use gin to get through the day? Do you know what I mean? I see that. Mothers low... ruined,
1: that's what my mum used to call it. But it's like yeah, mummy's yeah. little
0: helper, gin. And I think, you know, when you look at stuff like that, you think, God, you know, we're supposed to be responsible parents, and yet we're encouraging each other to get battered to, to, to then be able to cope with the two children that you've had. I mean, that's a bit nuts.
2: One point I did make, want to make really quickly about not drinking and something that I've discovered. Anybody listening to this, especially if you're a beer drinker and you think, oh, but the alternatives are crap. The non-alcoholic beer game has changed. It has improved massively. Uh, it's not the world of caliber anymore. There are some great non-alcoholic beers out there from all the good brewers anyway. Um, and the supermarkets are getting really good at stocking them. So I would just, you know, if you're thinking about doing it, there are options. There's non-alcoholic gin as well. And they're, they're not too
0: bad. If you like a gin, um, mother's ruin. If you need to get through the two kids running around for the day. Um, and even, as you and I know, Harv, the Gravesner in Charlesbury has now got um, non-alcoholic beer on tap, which is decent, isn't it?
2: Yeah, lucky saint, that beer. It's, it's a good beer
0: as well. Yeah. Right, we've got less than one minute. Um, <gasps> so it's run out really quickly. Um, so what is going to be the cliffhanger for this week?
1: Does Lee's drink on the Hendu?
0: <laughs> wow. I think it should be more. How wasted does
2: lease get on yeah.
1: Hendu?
2: <laughs> oh well, I'd love, I'd love to put the gauntlet down and just leave it as will Lee drink on the Hendu after, after this discussion.
1: Yeah, should we go with that? Food for thought.
2: Cool. Take care both
0: of you. Thanks so much for joining. See you
1: soon. And Bye. everyone,
0: get in touch with us. Tell
2: us where you yeah. are.
1: Yeah.
2: See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.